I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they missed the bowl of kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Wakanda. Forever. God, I love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know how we're doing on the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft. And shit like that. And shit like that. You hear her. Yes. Lisa Bolakaja. Yes. The street nerdist. The street nerdist. A.K.A. A.K.A. <laughs> your Afro-Indigenous auntie. <laughs> <laughs> the black gidget of Mission Beach. The black gidget of Mission Beach. <laughs> Sophista Ratchet. The Dago Dalai Lama. Sophista Ratchet. Sophista <laughs> Ratchet. The Dago Dalai Lama. You got to do a shirt on Sophista Ratchet. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Although funny. the slang has passed. We've moved on from right, Ratchet. Right, right. We, we have to keep up, you know. With our slang and our terminology. True, true. Um, but yes, oh, tis I. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that voice we hear is who? <laughs> Chris <clears throat> Derek. Uh-huh. From the writing directing team, Derek Brothers. What's yes. up, Chris? Yes. I'm just, you know what? I always find it funny. The ratchet, it's just the uh, Ebonics version of the word wretched. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm just We can't of, pronounce shit. I know. <laughs> no, we don't know how to pronounce things. <laughs> Is we that just like it to have some stink on it, right? We add some extra drop stuff w, to it. Drop the W. <laughs> drop the W. Drop the W. Just like you should drop the W in sword. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like how we just how we just make up our own hashtags. You know, a lot of the black girl nerds and all the black nerds on Twitter, like, we just make up our own hashtags. For example, the new TV show, uh, the family superhero show, Black Lightning, mm-hmm. that just debuted. Um, I heard it's got some pretty strong numbers. I didn't watch it myself. I'm oh, my not friend a, I haven't. I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not a big superhero <laughs> fan, like, like the Arrow and stuff like that. I'll watch stuff on, like, in the movies and stuff like that. But I heard it, it made some really great numbers, and they... Really talking about they're glad it's not. I think it's the, is it the Arrow universe. Like they kind of it's part of that. Yeah, it's part of that. But it kind of has its own thing. It's kind of like to me. It's like the Black Panther version of, of the Marvel universe, right. where it's part of a, a universe, but because it's so distinct and it has its own look, and it's it's you know created by create, you know it's run by showrunners by black people. Right? Yeah, I mean, look, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. A friend of mine named Kelly Goff is one of the writers. Oh, right, okay. So mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'll ask you to see what's the yeah, show. Yeah, um, you know, I, it's a weird show. It's supposed to be a Fox show. Mm-hmm. Fox didn't know what he was going to do. And then they brought it over to CW, mm-hmm. like, like knowing it could fit within the, the Arrowverse and whatever it is. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, v- I'm very curious to see it. You know, it's not something I'd expect f- from our Brock Akeel, but I'm excited to see that she's doing it because right. I think that's what makes sometimes those shows, those uh, like high-end uh, genre shows interesting is and people who are behind it aren't like these complete geeks, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. So we'll see what see what happens, you know? Because I think, yeah, the one thing I was talking about is like, it's Black Lightning is the hashtag for the show, but I think for black people, the black 
people version of it. I think we call it get lit. Yeah. Get lit. Hashtag get lit. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, black people have a way of putting their own their right. own spin on it and stuff like that. But like the the a lot of the things I've been saying is that a lot of positive response to it. So we'll see what happens with it. Okay. You know, I may check it out a little bit later. I may have to like binge watch it because now I can't just watch one show and then wait another week like there's so much content, mm-hmm. and my time is very precious, and I'm very particular about what I watch. So I, if I need to watch a show, I need to watch a bunch of episodes I understand. At one time. I'm, I'm at a stage, and now, Chris, you don't like it. You actually prefer to, you don't like to binge that much, right? I don't even watch the full mm-hmm. episode. He doesn't have time to binge. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't even watch, you know what? It's, it's like, like I was watching part of a, part of Bruin Station last night. Mm-hmm. I was watching, like, I just watched 20 minutes of it, because yeah. I watched 20 minutes the night before. <laughs> And then I'm going to watch another five minutes the finale tonight because I really don't have time. And it's just like, you know, like, I mean, I'm not having to watch it. So. Like, I, be, I watched The Shy, you know, just to, you know, support Lena. Did you watch the free when they showed the free episode for I free? Did. I did. It was good. It was good. I, I didn't. I waited until it came. I wanted to put the numbers up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, um, and then I watched episode two. But I'm, I'm realizing because I'm binging more shows that I'm having a problem waiting. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not trying to wait. Right. So 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 by the time it comes out a week later, I've been in binge mode with the other shows I'm watching on Netflix. So uh-huh. I'm like, I'm gonna, I might have to wait another right. week before I watch. You know what I mean? It's listen, starting to listen. Oh, you want to store it up? You want to store it up? Yeah. You no, know, there, there there is a new Steven Soderbergh show that that comes out Which one is tomorrow. Huh. It's called Mosaic. Oh right. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. it's on HBO, mm-hmm. but you can watch it for free on your phone. If you download the Mosaic app, and it's interesting <laughs> because it's a choose your own adventure show. Mm. Where oh. I think there's like ten episodes, so you can play with and, it. And you watch the first episode. You got to watch that one first to know what the story. It's a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But all their eight or nine or ten, you can watch in any order that you that want. That you want. Yeah. There was a and, Korean TV but, show that did that. And one what's time. cool about it's it cool. is, is that is like he was talking about it, and it's like they. The episodes sometimes cover the same event, mm-hmm. but told from a different per, a different character's point of view of how they got to that like right. event. So, if like you know, if the act if the act twist is what means something to three right. to three three characters, you'll see it how how they all got to that point. You know, is it like a whodunit in some ways? Or it's supposed totally it's, it's it's like a it's got I think Sharon Stone's in it. It's like some murder uh-huh. thing. I mean, like I was gonna I was gonna watch it uh, this morning, but I got caught up in something else. So. Hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. It's interesting to see like that that, that storytelling is is that uh, I, at least film storytelling is that um, is becoming that flexible. Right. You know, I mean, I, I, something you see a lot in like comics or particularly in prose, where, where you know they'll cover the same event from different points of view, or you just jump into or you just jump into a character's point of view. That's right. the thing that's interesting about um, like the Game of Thrones books. Mm-hmm. You know, like each chapter is told from the point of view of a character. So, so, so unlike in the show, where it's just like blending and blending and blending, jumping back and forth wherever, scene to scene to scene to scene. Mm-hmm. In the books, it was like you know, like the chapter like what will be called like Tyrion, All right. you know, and then it will jump and there's everything that he does that you know, which I think is interesting um, for her, like how they had to combine the the. You know, to, to just to do that blend in terms of, in terms of how they uh, did that um, adaptation. Right. But that's what that is. Cool. So if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. What we got today, Lisa? So we got two topics, two people. Well, two black three. women, two black three. Yeah. Right. So, but the main thing I want to talk about is two things that just popped off within the last week or so. Um, and we're talking about a lot of uh, 
a lot of shakeup that's going on in Hollywood. Uh, but the main thing I want to talk about right now for, for start us off is just two things. Um, one, Tracy Ellis Ross recently, um, there was um, some talk about Tracy Ellis Ross possibly um, doing less um, doing less episodes on Blackish because she doesn't get the same pay as Anthony Anderson. Mm-hmm. And she was saying if she doesn't get the same um looking into not getting to pay equity that she may do less episodes so she can go find work elsewhere to make up for the why, salary why discrepancy. Why are we even having this conversation? And the thing about it is... <laughs> I mean it in the sense of this listen, bullshit. Listen, listen, Tracy Ellis Ross was a star of Girlfriends, right. one of the pop number one TV shows for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad they didn't give him a seventh episode to wrap some things up. One of the top shows when it came out. Mm-hmm. Funny comedian, nominated, I mean, you know, just... Brilliant mm-hmm. actress and comedian. Mm-hmm. For her not to be, I mean, I know Anthony Anderson is like the co-star, but to me, Tracy's the star. Okay. Well, so I haven't watched it. So, in a couple I mean, seasons, look, so. I, here's the thing, <clears throat> um, and I think they both make the show along with the kids make right. it happen, and so she needs to be paid the but same see, way. You know, it's kind of like you know, I don't know if you remember this, but when um, I think it was the second season of Modern Family or something like that, or mm-hmm. there was an issue where they did that where. Right. Um, what's his name? Ed Bundy guy. What the yeah, hell? Ed, uh, you know, I was thinking Ed too. Ed, Ed Bundy, Neil. Uh, yeah. What the uh, fuck is his name? Uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Yeah. So, he, so I think all. So there was a problem. I think that they all went on strike to try to get equal money. Right. We're not strike, but they all kind of like whatever. They weren't going to. They do bonded it. together. Though. They bonded together, right. and they and and, it, and 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 what's his name he was making considerably more. I think he was making because he was one of the producers. Yeah, and I think he was making like three hundred thousand dollars per episode. I think right. that they were making a hundred thousand, right. and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm with them." Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure they all get their pay. Right. And there was something, you know, they did that with Seinfeld that one mm-hmm. time where they where they all we were trying to get a million. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think it's kind of like. You know, it's one thing to say if a show is like, you know, something, say something like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's, it's, I mean, that's so because that's two people's show. I mean, there's someone who is like, who is number one on the call sheet for a reason. Right. Maybe that person does get their money, you know? Well, but, Ed is number one on the call sheet on Modern Family. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, so that's why he gets the money. Right. Um, but because he's earned that because of how he is. But, you know, mm-hmm. but, and everyone else, I mean, doesn't I mean I understand like why they don't want to pay everyone the same amount of money on a certain level because it's like because because we don't keep the budget down, right. but if the main reason why you're not paying everyone any money is because what's well, a woman and we can get away with not paying her any money, that's where it becomes criminal. Well, that's she's a Golden Globe winner, mm-hmm. Emmy nominated mm-hmm. several times. Right. You not paying her? I mean, I mean, just as my humble opinion, she probably should be getting paid more than him. Well, it's interesting. I was I was over at my mentor's house the other day on Saturday, yesterday. <clears throat> we were talking about this, and I asked, I said, so as a writer or as an actor, because we were talking about some actor who just won an Emmy, and now their fee's going up. Their, 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 quote. their quote is now up. And I said, so it's the same thing for a writer, director, or whatever. He said, yeah, if you win, you know, he said, even if you're nominated, yeah. it goes up. So that's why I'm like a little surprised when you say that. Because that's your ammunition you use. You know what I mean? The right actors. I mean, it's hard to, I'm a little I'm not, I'm surprised. Not, I mean, the right, uh, the right reps. Right. Fifth season. Fifth season. For what? Blackish is, is on season five right now? Yeah. And really? She's at, it's already five seasons in? Yes. yes. Some of the writers are probably making more money than they are. I mean, that's crazy. She'll do less episodes. She's got to leave part of her job. This is like in the real world. I'm doing the same job this motherfucker doing. Right. I'm here every day. Just I'm like here now. every day. Right. 
doing the same lines, doing mm-hmm. the same amount of work, mm-hmm. you know, because Blackish, it's the whole family unit that makes mm-hmm. that show. It's not just the, it's not the Anthony Anderson show. I'm sorry if some of y'all think that. He may be in most of the A stories, but still, you and need, you need you the need, support. Yes. Well, see, it'd be different if the mm-hmm. show was called the Anthony Anderson show. Thank you. Right. Then he'd It's be- called Blackish, and everybody yeah. on that show apparently is black. <laughs> <laughs> and Tracy Ellis, how much ish, money? Because her dad's. Uh, has, so the last I read, how much money is, is her quote? Is her quote? They on didn't her? say it on here. The how last I mo- saw, she got seventy five thousand. He got a hundred. This is like two years ago that I recall. How much? Which is, I thought was bullshit. How much is Anthony? How much is uh? Um, That's not his producer fee too, though. How much is Lawrence Fishburne making? Because he's a producer on it too, isn't he? Yep. I don't know. We don't know. Once I'm sure again, we can look it up. Once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure there's something to the... <laughs> Not the Anthony Anderson show. Right. <clears throat> and all I'm saying is I come up to work and we're doing the same thing. <laughs> and the fact that I got to go get another part-time job mm. to make up the income is some bullshit. And black people, we got to do better. Right. Okay? This is a black creative show. Right. Black folk, black, black women who carry the world for most of you motherfuckers out here. And I'm here to tell you, they have the money on that network. They have the money. It's ABC, which they means it's Disney. The money which means they got network. all that Star Wars money coming in, <sighs> and, the, and the theme parks, and they, they got money. Right. They shouldn't be making under $450,000 a week. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother issue. On a hit show? Uh, that's, that's a whole nother issue. That's nigga tax. Because <laughs> they not <laughs> getting you, their money. Can you, can you explain, for those of you who are, mm. are offended by the, the term, sometimes we just got to be real yeah. and call it what it is. So if you're very sensitive <clears throat> about the N-word, right. cover your ears. So, oh, all right. So, <laughs> break, this, is, break it down, so Chris. this is just something that my dad used to tell me all the time. I mean, <laughs> you, you, always, you always hear about how... As as black people, you grow up and your parents say to you, you have to be twice as good to be to, to even be considered. Right. But but the thing <clears throat> that my dad used to say is, you have to be twice as good to be paid half as much because they get you with the. That was ass. the rule. Got to be paid, work twice as Damn. hard to get paid half as much. Half that was the rule. Because the they're gonna that's get the you for. And, and and the thing is, that's a black man right. talking. Mm-hmm. Knowing that as a woman, you still got to take the female tax, which is fifteen percent off of. So, so as a black woman, you're probably going to be getting paid thirty to forty five percent less, less. Mm-hmm. on what the, the on, on what the equivalent white male is getting. Right. Right. So when you look at, you know, if she's getting seventy five grand on that show, I mean, that's a hit show. I mean. You think that someone like you know, or I, I don't know, someone out, um, I, I bet you, what's her name? You know, like, like uh, Amy Poehler when she did Parks and Rec, started getting three hundred k or more easily. I'm sure, you know, yeah. And like uh, from from season one on, not without even, even a yeah, consideration. From the, yeah, the first season, right? So it's just you know, and and that happens across the board. I mean, there was right. an article. See, we should put this in the show notes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know anybody who knows how to do that? <laughs> um, I forgot how to do that. I forgot <laughs> how to do that. But um, there was articles sometime last year. I remember reading it. And I put it on my Facebook page. Uh, or, or maybe I wanted to. I think it was in like Black Enterprise or mm-hmm. something like that or Essence. And it just kind of broke down like how on, on Empire, mm-hmm. how Terrence Howard and uh, Taraji were getting so little money compared to like, right. you know, like like shows that are making like half their ratings and stuff like that on other networks. I think they were getting like one twenty five, one fifty, something low. It was even over two hundred k on a show that kind of like revived Fox, revived even like, like right. people were saying that broadcast TV was dead. Yeah, 
Right. You know, was basically, you know, on life support. Right. And Season two, they should have gave him a million know, dollars. And, and it should, comes in easily. there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because they're making that kind of money because all the record sales, all that timber. I mean, mm-hmm. they, and they're getting no money. Right. And, and, and that's a show that if, you, that if you're going to complain and say it doesn't sell overseas and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> Tell it. German ads mm-hmm. for Empire. Mm-hmm. From, from TV in Germany. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the place you might think you're not going to play no black show, right. but they had the ads. Are, they're, online, they're on YouTube. Right. You can go see them, and it's all like, you know, it's all, it's all dubbed in German. They're talking. I was like, huh, that's not how Terrence Howard talks. Right. But <laughs> I just was like, you know, because I was like, you, you know, know what I'm saying, man? You know, because there's, no, there's no swag like that in right. German. But I just was like, that's so weird. But this show was selling yeah. and playing there. So I know they're making money. Now, let me, let's talk about something important. So you just, you brought up that fee. So let's say 150. Let's round it off to there. 150. Now, an episode. So this is basically about a week. That's your fee. 150,000 American dollars for all the listeners out there. Now, some people are out there going, I haven't even made that in three years, right? right. They get that in a week. Now, we're talking about an industry. People think you're Billions. making that for a year. Mm. We're talking about four or six months out of a year, maybe nine, depending on if it's a network show, where you're making that type of money. And sometimes you're not on every episode, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and people always assume that that amount of money is like, well, they're making so much money. Why do they need any more money? But if I am a producer and I can afford to pay you 150 and then if I can afford to pay him 500 how much am I making? Mm-hmm. How much you is the me? network making? Really? Exactly. Well, that's where I'm really exactly. How much is the agency making off the agency fee for just packaging it? Didn't you really know. just package it. You already know. But at the same time, you know, I mean, people look at it like in a certain way where they're like, uh, that's a lot of money, but it's like, you know, let's just say you're making 200 mm-hmm. uh, an episode. So, so you probably lost. What you've lost? Yeah, break it down. Uh, two, like twenty grand for your agent, mm-hmm. twenty grand for your manager, uh, ten grand for your um for your attorney. So that's twenty five. But that's right. Uh, but that's that's not including your accountant. That's, that's Most people at that grand. level. Yeah, that's fifty grand right. plus your accountant. So maybe that's another like two grand. So yeah, so some, tonight you're down to you have probably sixty thousand right. dollars just on your fees, right. and then you still got to get taxed at the high tax bracket of like forty percent, forty percent. Uh, and the forty percent is at your is your full money. So right. it's like the two hundred grand at forty percent right. means that I need eighty from you, but I'm only taking home one hundred forty because right. I had to pay off those other people. Mm-hmm. So now it's eighty at one hundred forty. So it's only sixty an episode. It's still a lot of fucking it's money. Ton of it's money. the kind of money that people mm-hmm. make. You know, they've, they've you know ten percent making in a year. Ten percent of the population makes that kind of money right. anymore. But then again, it's like. On a certain level, they're part of a product that, like, like a car. You but know that's I mean? why they have to. Then yeah. they have to incorporate themselves and do all know? that kind of stuff. Right. You know. So I mean, it's 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 d- definitely a very. It's why people come, it's why people want to come out here and make this kind of money and do that kind of stuff. And it's and you might think it's undeserved because because all, all they're doing is entertaining us. Yeah. But it's like we live in the Trump Reich. Right. I think we need entertainment. Yes, <laughs> we do. We need our right. mind to be relaxed and enjoyment and have some laughter and some joy. Just to make it through the day. So what's your so what's your feeling about all this? My feeling is it's bullshit. <laughs> 
and I think is disrespectful to Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. I and think Monique. that, and and we'll get to Monique in a minute. Okay. But the value is that you got a Golden Globe winner. Mm-hmm. You got a woman who's consistently been nominated for Emmys pretty much every year. Right. Okay. Um, she's one of those rare. I mean, I mean, think of it. Think and, of any and, other. And when there's no other black women, she's one. She's the one. Yeah. You know. What think I mean? of any other. I'm not talking about regular comedians that are professional comedians. I'm talking about comedic actresses. Um, and Monique is one of those too. Right. But it's like I'm talking about right now. That's popping right now. There's no other black women like that. True. And. Com- compare her to any other white woman who's on a comedic show. I think that it's disrespectful to Tracy Ellis Ross. I think they don't value her. It's that nigga tax. Yeah. It's the idea that, you know, she's just so talented. And I just feel like Diana Ross needs to get in the car <laughs> and come run up on some mugs <laughs> and get your baby her money. But it's just like, it's, it's just ridiculous. And I just think when we're comparing talent and people, I think they should be equally paid. You know, well, because I, I, you know, it's like the thing about Tracy Ellis Ross is, you know, like you said, like she didn't come from the stand-up world, and I think that she's a trained. Yeah, I, I, she ain't like Diana Ross's daughter, and right. I'm Diana Ross's daughter. No, right. she went to Brown University. Mm-hmm. This this woman has trained yeah, she, theater. She did the theater. She, she did, did the whole work. Right. But, but I'm saying, but in terms of like, you know, I mean, who's who's like that? Who didn't do stand-up? Uh, what's her name? Julie Dreyfus, like, didn't right. do stand-up. Right. And it's like those those actresses. To survive that world without the the skin that you build up to be successful comedian, mm-hmm. you know, comedian, it's just and to be able to act as strong as she has, have a career as long as she has, it's just like. Is you think it's that that improv background helps though? Well, no, no. Well, it, well see, it does. I mean, it does a lot. But I'm saying right. for her not to have that the, the stand up background, okay. it makes it, it. I mean, and to have the career longevity is mm-hmm. really a testament to like. How well she works off of other actors, like right. she, like the value she provides. She's she's not being the people aren't considering it. Right. You know, right. it's very and it's very hard to be that person because you're not the kind of person who's like she's not like a Robin Williams type, or not like a Monique who's right. just like pop 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 mm-hmm. pop. I throw out jokes because that's how they are. Right. You she's know, character. She's character. Right. Right. And I mean, if you and if you look at the way she works in shows. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, like she, I'm not sure she grounds the show, but she gives it this kind of like center that makes it really work. And it's like, and that's like why I think a lot of the shows, Girlfriends and in Blackish, is why those shows work the way they are. Because these other people get to be the flights of fancy and then to bring it down so that we, the audience, can really identify with the narrative more. You need someone like her who's, Mm -hmm. but but she's got to ride with the flights of fancy and make it work for them. Mm -hmm. Because if it doesn't, and the answer to is wild ass shit, and the person he's playing off of can't re- respond to that doesn't work as well right. so you know she's getting played unfortunately hmm. jumping from that moving on to Monique mm-hmm. uh, similar type of situation so here's the thing a couple days ago Monique called for a boy uh, for a boycott of Netflix for the pay disparity I'm gonna read you exactly this is from Variety Okay, so Monique is calling for a boycott of Netflix alleging that she's not getting offered the same pay as white and male comedians and I quote from Monique um on the right article, I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. She said in a video posted on Instagram, I was offered $500,000 deal, $500, deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Um, Schumer renegotiated the deal. Um, that's another quote from her. Um, Schumer renegotiated the deal, ultimately landing $13 million. And Schumer said, 
I shouldn't get what the men are getting because they're legends, but I should get more. And Netflix agreed, said Monique. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's why Monique, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off resumes. Uh, Those who don't know Monique's resume, she's an Oscar ring. (laughs) Actress. Okay. <laughs> then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice and she had a big movie of the summer. Okay, Amy Schumer's big movie of the <laughs> summer, it flopped. That was that one with um, uh, Goldie Hawn? With Goldie Hawn. Right. right. Okay. Uh, raise your hand in the audience if you saw that movie. Nope. Listen to the crickets. This doesn't make any sense to me, but she's saying that the, she, the Netflix says that we don't go off a resume. Right. I mean, who doesn't go off a resume? And they said, and then that's, ne- and that's then, your quote, right? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? She concluded, "Please stand with me on this boycott." First of all, I will riff off of what because the first thing that came in my head was, first of all, you know, did Amy and, say right, that she thinks she's a legend? Uh, right, no. Amy Schumer says she doesn't think that. This is Amy Schumer was talking about herself. She says right. she doesn't think she's a legend that level of a Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. but she believes her value in this is not what they were first negotiating for. So um, I think it was Rodimus <laughs> Prime on Twitter. Somebody said the same thing I was thinking too. It's like, first of all, uh, Monique, and I love me some Monique. I mm-hmm. got a chance to meet her years ago in person. She's the most genuine, real person ever met. Is loving. That genuine? Genuine, genuine, <laughs> genuine, genuine. Mm-hmm. She's the most genuine person, and like just a real, like she's a real true spit. That's that's this is a rock, right. okay? Like I don't say that about anybody, you know, because most people you meet in Hollywood who've been around in the game and stuff, and you're like, Mm-mm. but she was so welcoming. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time we went to go see her when she was doing. She had her talk show on BET, and I remember we were down in Atlanta teaching with OBS, teaching a class, and I went down. I remember y'all. Did yeah, that and. Um, one of our one of our OBS friends used to work on her show, The Parkers. And so when we were there, it was so funny because we were sitting there and then, hey, Terry, shout out to Terry. And hey, Terry, Terry was like, hey, Monique. And Monique, like in the middle of her show, was like, hey, Terry. And was like, you know, and as soon as the show was over, she came over, gave all of us a hug, and was just mm. talking. Meanwhile, she just got done doing the show. We just there to say hi and sneak out because, mm. you know, we just hanging out. Sat there and talked with us, introduced us to her son, was just real genuine, just nice. Um, seeing some black women who were writers, mm-hmm. she was just real like, hey, sis, just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. This, you know, we doing this thing. So <clears throat> when this happened, I was like, Monique, you know, with Netflix, everybody shares passwords, right? <laughs> <laughs> most of us. Hey, most people ain't not going to give up Netflix. Right. I know people call for boycotts of, of things like that, but I do understand and stand with her in terms of her five thousand. She's worth more than five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. She's not asking that you pay her the level of a Dave Chappelle and any other 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 guys. And my argument is, I've seen some of the shows that the, that Netflix has on there in terms of their quote unquote comedians. Right. Some of them motherfuckers ain't funny, mm-hmm. male or female. Some mm-hmm. of them shows just like, mm, I guess y'all just need some content and through these things. It was cheap. Throw it up there. I just watched that new Cat Williams. He killed it. <laughs> I, you know, I watched. Like, I was chuckling. Now I will say that he kind of rehashed some things. Yeah, yeah. But I was happy to see Cat looking looking better. Yes, than usual. Had me. I, right. I have to admit, there were times when I was like dying laughing, and it was like he's wherever he was is going through his thing. I think he's coming back strong. Did and you watch Dave Chappelle's new one? I watched the second one. I didn't watch the first one. First one was hilarious. Second one was funny, yeah. really yeah. funny. But I liked it. I just had a little issue with the transgender. No, that's the reason why little... I didn't watch the first one because people right. was like, "Lisa, be careful," because this is what happened. So I yeah. kind of like, mm. I said, "Let me watch the second one." <laughs> but see, let me wait. <laughs> let me wait. But see, look. Let me wait. I just had a little issue. I didn't have a major see, issue. Just this, a little the thing is, look. Now, I didn't see the one before where I guess he really went on a transgender right. and that's why he got he got right. a lot of shit. But I just felt like 
You know, it's what he's, it's the th- it's thing about being stand-up. I mean, stand-up, it's like he says, it's like, actually, who said this? Uh, who's, wait a minute. You know, they have the comedians and coffee and getting coffee. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, they have mm-hmm. it on Netflix, and I was watching a bunch of those. Who's the guy from Cleveland, the comedian who was in Kings of Comedy? Oh, um... He has a show. He's a talk show. No, oh, no. Uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah. So Steve Harvey was saying that, you know, he got a lot of shit. Sometimes he said everything like that. People mm-hmm. would give him a lot of shit. And he was like, look, as a comedian, you don't know that you've crossed the line until the audience tells you that you crossed the line. Right. And I just, and I think that that's just what happened with Chappelle both times. I think he just, I mean, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's rough. Um and 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 he made he made one little comment that I'm very curious about, um. But that's the thing about being a comedian that you say shit that uh maybe you shouldn't say. No, but, I but think you gotta say I it. Think but you gotta have, say it. It's but just you like anything say it. else. You have a right to say what you want to say, but expect a clapback. Expect right. a response. Yeah, from that. Is that yeah? I mean, right. you know, and, and, and then hopefully you learn from that. And some people, you know, decide I don't care what people think, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep talking that. And you know, and like I said, there was a lot of people who came to me and say, hey, "Have you watched it yet?" I said, "No." And they were like, "Uh." Kind of this. I said, well, I'll just look at the second one and see the second one. The second one's okay. I think eventually I'll go back and watch the first you one. You should watch it. I mean, I still support him, yeah. even though, you know, I don't think he's like all anti LGBT. He's not. Yeah, and I think we got to give space for people to change and grow and learn. Like, right. hopefully he got the message, mm-hmm. and then maybe he'll be like, okay. But like I said, people can say what they want. Just understand that, you know, you, some people going to come back at you and right. say some things, and that's totally fine. It was kind of like when the Cat Williams thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to tag off of there before we get back to Monique. Okay. You know, I was reading the reviews of the Cat Williams thing, and the irony was that I think there was like, at the time I watched it, I think Saturday, there were like 23 reviews, and I had time. I think I watched it. And Friday. so I went and read all the reviews, yeah. and most of the review people, it was ridiculous. You could tell they were just like, white people were in their feelings, or they were just trying to start some stuff, because they right. were like, we don't like the fact that he was talking political stuff in Trump, and this isn't funny. So I was just going through flagging everybody. This isn't appropriate. <laughs> Basically, you had the pistol button like, inappropriate and they say what's the reason why I put down this is not a review and so I went through every single person <laughs> who just wanted to talk about him saying oh he's a racist he's a blah 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 I'm like you know what I got time today where did he get he's I'm a racist go th- he did a whole no, spiel on how just, beautiful it, just, it is that everybody's it just, in there it's right just now. Trumpian people Bullshit. just going through had some right. time to troll and it's like aren't I have some because, time because they don't exercise exercising power too. they don't have the power to exercise to but change someone's life but the stuff he did in the stand wasn't right he was like calling out everybody like hey where are my people where my and he said where my he even said my Filipino people right and the Filipino people was like, hey, I'm yeah, like, represent all, all the Pinoids, come on, represent <laughs> Filipino people in the house and like Did you everybody. Watch that yet, Chris? No, I didn't. I mean, I just saw the, the thing for it because you know, my brother I mean, it just popped up on Friday. Yeah, 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 like it just yeah, came yeah. out. I yeah. mean, there's, there's legit, the, the only real true legit criticism that people had, and I kind of disagree with, but people have their thing, was when he was talking about Jacksonville. Like the first two minutes was him talking right. about Jacksonville. If you know anything about Cat Williams, whatever city he goes to, and I've seen him twice. Jacksonville, Florida? Huh? Jacksonville, yeah, Florida. Florida. Anywhere he goes. That's where he was Cat, taping, right? Yeah. Right. Cat will go to your city. Usually he'll go there like a couple days ahead of time. He goes out and hangs out with the people. Right. He learns about where your spots are, where you want to eat. He learns about where the hoods are. Right. He learns everything is about it. And what he does is when he's doing that, what he's doing is letting you know that, that you're his family. He's taking it in. He's letting you know, I know where you guys come from. Mm-hmm. 
and he's recognizing the audience, and it's it's a form of respect for him to say, "I, I totally bought that. I am in your town." Because the the way the audience reacted when he says, "When you go over here and blah blah blah," they were going, and they crazy. were going off because yes. they knew, like, okay, he really did spend right. some time and get to know, and he was mm-hmm. naming streets, naming places. When he said mm-hmm. the one part about some of these streets are so hardcore, they sound like TV shows. <laughs> some, some, some. And so he said the name of it, and the people who came from that area, right. they were jumping up. Mm-hmm. So if you know anything about his stand up, that's part of his. I mean, some of the other specials he's had, they probably cut those parts out. But usually that's how when you it go to a show. It was a great way to start the show. When you go to any of his shows, he always does it. He gets to know your city, your mm-hmm. people. He goes out and talks to the people. And when he does a show, he's letting you know he knows who you are. So mm-hmm. those of you who were criticizing, the first 10 minutes, he was kind of like pandering to the audience. Bitch, yeah, they the one who paid. Uh-huh. They paid. Okay? Don't rock so, stars go, and, and guess hey, what? Cleveland, yeah, listen, what's the difference? Listen, and listen, <laughs> yeah, guess what? Yeah. It's Netflix, so bitch, you can fast forward. Right. <laughs> Right, you could. Yeah. So for those, I only I just uh, for those I didn't flag them. Right. I just pointed. I just on all the people. Who but put you that might in miss review. the theme of the show if yeah. you do it. And though. those people who did that, I put that out but not see, helpful. But see, but see, this is my thing. See, my thing is if you're gonna come, it's like you said, you're watching the show on Netflix. You 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 know what? You, and you've arguably paid maybe fifty cents. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, right? Because yeah. you gotta be watching so much shit, right? That it's, it's, it, it might be less than that, right? So, like you said, the people there paid. It's like right. the, the the two things under the Chappelle, like he's mm-hmm. in the belly room here in L.A., right? And, and he's in some place in D.C. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, um, uh, I mean, I, you know what? I find it interesting because again, what Chappelle was saying in the second one, he's about these this, this brutal spirit, right. you know, is that when black people talk about white people, the stuff that they observe about them. That white people don't recognize about their own shit. Mm-hmm. That's it, it's 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 that's not always funny to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, it's not because right. they're but, not they're not used to being addressed in the way they're yeah. not are, are used to being dressed as the other. Right, as the marginalized, right. the, the minority right. in the room. Yeah, and that <laughs> shit is funny. That I mean, <laughs> that shit that the way black people is like like I was this is one joke in the first one where he says where he says he's at some kid's house and he's like Timmy says can you come over to have you, Dave do you want to have breakfast I mean dinner with the house and he's yeah. like no. Now I don't want to have dinner in your house. No, no, he, he, he you know, he's, he's like, no, because in my experience, the food has not been very. Yes, white right. food is not that. It's exactly what he right. said. But then they exactly. said they was going to have stove top stuffing, and he says, "Hold on a minute now, let me call home." <laughs> <laughs> I have never had but this. But he's unless he did, so he got that. But here's the thing: when you come from like a poor or working class background, it wasn't like he came from a really rich background. Like, like I think like middle class because I think right. his mom was a teacher and stuff like that. There are certain foods that you see on TV, and I remember this because I remember seeing those commercials. Of Stovetop stuffing. That was the shit. And when you come from communities like you're not used to having that, certain mm-hmm. just like Kraft mac and cheese. Right. If you're used to having your mom, dad making their own mac and cheese, right. you know, brick of it, it's, <laughs> it's like some fancy thing, and right. it's not. I mean, when you grow up and you realize this is some bullshit, but right. it's like it's yeah, some powder box. and some noodles. But it's, no, it's look, it's no different than when you're when you want to have McDonald's and your right. your parents are like, we can make hamburgers and <laughs> here now it's you not know the same. your hamburgers way better. Yes, than it's right? not the same. The taste is. Different. It's the excitement of it. So I, I was really tickled when he said, "Well, wait, wait a minute. They're having stove. Oh, right. wait, well, hold on wait a minute. Let me call home." Wait a but that's the first one of the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah, no, that's, no, the, first that's the second one. one. No, that's, no, that's the, first the first one. one. That's the first one. Yeah, because yeah. it's the big show, and then the other ones are small. It's a small one. show. Yeah. So oh, maybe I did watch the first so one. So you yeah. watched the first one. Yeah. But toward the middle, he goes in on a whole transgender thing. Okay, he did. I thought he did it again. Like he apologized, or no? I thought it was the second one. Where he apologized about. It. He said because he says in the one he says, "I know in my first special, 
That's people the one. said yeah. that's the one. blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. From last summer. There was one last oh, summer. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, see the one see, last that, summer. Yeah, that's what I didn't see either. Okay. Yeah. So but I'm, that's I'm, the one, yeah. Talking about Timmy and everything like I mean, that was funny. That whole mm-hmm. th- I mean, that whole thing was funny. Right. You know. But yeah, but white people don't don't want to hear that. They don't want to be Mm-mm. joked at. Well, they don't way. even admit the fact that they, they we, up that like we that? can't be racist. They don't buy it. Yeah. I had to I had to explain it to my husband, Howard. He was like, that don't make any sense to me. If he's racist, he's racist. Like, no. No. See, there's a difference. <laughs> no, there's a difference between being a bigot and being racist. Right. See, a, a bigot could just not like you because you're white or you're black or you're right. Latino. Racist means I can put my foot on your neck. Right. And make things difficult and make for life you. Difficult and not, for you. Like, like, you know, it's interesting. There's this woman I was listening to on the radio. Now, black people, we could be prejudiced because yeah, I'm prejudiced, prejudiced all the time. Whole, all, all, the all the time. And y'all hear most of it on here <laughs> all, all the time. time. Yeah, but you know, it's like, for instance, it was like there was a woman who she's on the radio yesterday or on Friday. On um, she was she was one of the, the people with the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She grew up in uh, Van Nuys, and she was saying one time. She happened to meet and become friends with the daughter <clears throat> of her landlord. And she was at this guy's house and they were talking and the, and the, and the blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and then the, 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 the father said to her, um, so what's your name, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and she's like, oh, I know that name. Yeah, because they live in my, uh, in, like in these buildings I owned. Oh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. And she was like, this is the motherfucker. Hmm. Who makes my family's life hard? Ah, you know, because she, because, because, but and he didn't even realize it, right. or, di- or didn't care. She was right. like, because the appliances don't work all the time. Mm-hmm. They're late with bringing in with the the vermin spraying, and, and, and that and, shit is perfect. You, that, that's just fucking up my life. Mm-hmm. And you up here, you know, saying it just with with like like with with no sense of anything, mm-hmm. you know. And then that's what I think that yeah. You know, and let me clarify, my prejudices. <laughs> Are I mean, very, everybody has my, them. My are very succinct. Like I, I, I don't, I don't trust people. I have a prejudice against people who don't like horror movies. <laughs> I have a prejudice against people who don't like really good food, who don't eat outside of their own comfort foods, who right. can eat some other experienced foods. I don't. I my prejudices are very, very, very <laughs> well rounded. I don't even eat black comfort and, food that much. It's yes. very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. I, you know, I I love eating food from every place else. Interesting. It's so. It's like 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 like. Oh, like what are you doing? I say like, I might take you to CJ's. You know. Right. No, I have it, but I yeah. have it, but I prefer like if someone said, "What would you have? Would you rather have like you know some some chicken and waffles, or would you want to go to like maybe get some pho?" I'm like, "Oh, let's get the pho." Uh, because yeah, because you can always that. get chicken and waffles. Waffles, yeah. I was like, "Oh, let's get that because I because it could be it could be you know it could be anything, right? You know." But so. you gotta be careful with pho. Some places they be like <laughs> they make it for like gringo. Taste sensibility Yeah so you do yeah. You gotta find Like the authentic Like yeah. I wanna see Someone's Vietnamese Grandmother in the background Making sure she's Putting her foot In this food Exactly Before I eat it Like who's back there Cause there's a spot I go to in Riverside It's like mm, I know who's back there <laughs> The food's gonna be legit It's not gonna yeah. be No watered down Like oh let's get The cute little noodle things That make some people happy It's like mm. no I want the real oh, food yeah. I want your real food It's like when I watch Foreign films I don't like watching Dub shit I wanna hear the people's language I wanna hear how Motherfuckers Yeah because the, the sound That's the thing Yeah because it's like I remember what's his name was saying this one time. Um, I don't want to hear an American maybe, like, voice coming out like, of a who's Jeff German show. Jeff Bridges' brother. Oh, um, you know his brother, whatever. Jeff Bridges, Bo Bridges. yeah, Bo Bridges. He was talking one time, and he was like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what the thing about acting is that 
it's it's not always the the dialogue, even though a lot of people are so hooked up. Because like, if you ever watch a foreign movie, right. you never know what the dialogue is, but you still feel it because mm-hmm. what they're saying, the tone of voice, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and plus you can like, un- I mean, if you know any kind of foreign language, you you see they're speaking more than what the language. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. oh he says shut up. No, 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 but he's but he's still first. talking. He's, he's still right. talking. Yeah, he's, yeah. Right. he so, didn't say more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so Monique. Yeah. So my thing is this. I'm not going to say that Netflix is going to be needs to pay Monique twenty million dollars. No, that kind of thing. I think we all agree. But she's yeah, she is worth more than five hundred thousand dollars. One hundred percent. You're a fucking Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. How many Oscars Amy Schumer got? Right. And also, Amy Schumer's kind of problematic for a lot of people. And it's like you know, if you're going to be paying her thirteen point five million, and she got a movie that flopped, and got no Oscar, right. um, you need to be checking yourself because you need to understand the power that black people have when we're watching these shows, how we pump things up. I would like to know what the numbers are when Netflix would never tell us. How many people watch Amy? How many people are going to watch Monique when they come out, if she ever does it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd be curious. See, this is what I'm curious about. Why doesn't um, Anonymous hack Netflix and, and so we can see what they're doing? <laughs> Anonymous, do your thing. It'd be interesting or, to see. Or WikiLeaks or, or, or someone got yeah. some information on Because I know for a fact, I know, like I said, I've seen those comedy shows on Netflix and I go through there and scrolling through and look at some of these people and it's like, I know. I'm, I'm, I would not be surprised a lot of these, these no-name folk who are brand new or whatever are making more than Monique, even though Monique's resume is greater than theirs. Right. I would, yeah, I think it's question mark. I think it's bullshit. It's like, she's not going to have to pay her $20 million, but you got a couple million. Come on. I think, I mean, if you ask me and I might get in trouble, I'd say she's probably worth between three and six. Million? Yeah. I agree. I'm well, just being real. Well, I agree. But, but you, you know what? There was an article... I think she wrote about it for her hour up there doing yeah. her thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just being real. I think yeah. there was a, but there was art. I think last year, maybe the year before, she was saying she'd been blackballed in the industry, mm-hmm. and uh, and Lee Daniels called right. her and told her that you've been right. blackballed because she's like because you don't play the game. Right. And I think she didn't want to do the tour, but she was speaking her worth. It's like, look, I got a family. Are you going to pay me? I mean, but I think there was, I think what they were sort of saying is, is that what what, the the thing that I got from reading between the lines is her husband, who's her manager Mm -hmm. is like an issue. There's always somebody else. Right. Uh, Cause like I've met some people, a couple of people I try to do projects with really close and their manager fucked it up. Really fucks it up. Right. And just like I'm going God, through that with a project damn, right now with their know, managers and, fucking and, it and, up. And there's people who I know are really talented. Right. And then I I mean and and, and everyone you miss it, oh, oh I love him, I love him, I love him. And then, but then you say, Why is he in a lot more shit? What's what's the, what's the shit he's doing? And, and then you meet their rep and you're like, right. now I know why they're not a lot of shit because right. the cause cause their gatekeeper is an idiot right. on a lot but of levels. But don't you think that don't they have the right to, to ask for what they think their worth is? Whether or not they get no, it or but not. See, here's the thing. The thing that you don't know is is that she might have said, well, we'll give you $2 million to do like your show, uh, Monique. And then the manager guy could be like, oh, this is what we want to. We want to have her flown in 
but in a, in a Learjet, and you know, what, there's, there's all the other perks you don't know that could be part of the ask that can make them go. Well, then we're not going to give you that kind of money because right. it's really more than that, right. and that's what you don't know, and that's the kind of stuff that 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 when there's these salary disputes, sometimes there's other perks <clears throat> that everyone is asking for that is not that's above and beyond their actual mm-hmm. fee, well, and that's fair. I mean, and that's, I was, that's just fair. to piggyback off what you're saying, um, Lisa. You're 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 right though, but here's the deal. If you don't ask for a fee, you will never get more money. If you don't ask for it, mm-hmm. they will give you the scale of scale. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless you are like a Monique, they're like, okay, well, we can't just give her one hundred twenty-five thousand. Let's just make it an even. Boom! X. It yeah. sounds like a high number, you know, to most people, but people in the know are like, that ain't no money. Mm-mm. Not when everybody else is getting twenty, ten. 15, whatever the fuck. I mean, look, if Dave Chappelle got $20 million, if he got $20 million for his special, I mean, people were shitting on him for for walking in for 50 for to do the damn seasons of the damn show. Right. But he's clearly made made that up, you know? And that's somebody who was pretty much aware of taking care of his own mental health and was able to, to... have the gumption and not have those people influencing him like no those psychophants are around you going no no keep doing this doing that where you might end up like a Cat Williams right. for a couple of years wilding out for a bit because you a lot of times we, you want to do well for your friends you want to bring your crew and all that and then your mental health and you, because you're so used to having so many people dependent on you and you got to do all this stuff stuff gets a little sketchy and you know you may end up you know dead or you know strung out somewhere and having some issues and the fact that Dave was able to like walk away and like no I know what I'm worth and I'm going to walk away from that mm-hmm. I will always respect him for that because mm-hmm. it's like he took care of himself and the dude looked healthy he looked great yeah, he's well, working out he's, he's getting working all out he got all swole yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like and then he's making up and right. so I think it's a testament to those of you who you know are out there especially those people who are doing really well it's like sometimes you got to just you know stand for your worth and understand what you want I'm sorry, did you, did you notice in the second special, the, se- the first, the second special that we saw, he's smoking with that. With the vapor. Him, the vapor. But in the first one, he's smoking with a cigarette because he took that one before. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he stopped smoking cigarettes and now he's vaping. Mm-hmm. What? This is just because he was like, so the second special. Did you tell he was talking about things from before in the second special that I think it was after? So the one I saw when he had the vapor. That was, yeah, yeah, I think the second that was, one. Yeah, but the second that, one, I think he, that was the second one, but he, I think they aired him differently. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because the second one, he's in the belly room at the, at the right. Laugh Factory, okay, and, and he's like smoking, and he's, right. and he's talking about, you know, uh, Matt Lauer or, or Charlie Rose going down to uh, okay, So it was right. real recent anyway. Well, no, but, you know, because well, cause, cause he went down in early November, and these things aired on New Year's Eve, so it was like mm-hmm. re- recent, really. But maybe the one you're talking about, or maybe the first one that aired, the, the the equanimity one was actually maybe even like taped in late December, maybe. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. Well, anyway, those are those two things, you know, in terms of pay equity, in terms of, of, in particular, black women, like asking for their worth and being talented and not getting the same. And, and you know what's, what I was thinking about was had, had Tracy Ellis Ross been on a cable show, I would have been like, yeah, they probably can't quite afford more than $200,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. But because this is prime time ABC, which is where 
all the stars make a million dollars. Yeah, I'm saying, and, and, and saying, I'm like, when that's she was, why I'm like that Because she went, when she did Kelly Griffith's show, Read Between the Lines, yeah. I'm pretty sure with the B, was it BT? Yeah. Um, they probably weren't making as much no. as they would have gotten, and she was able to, but it's like, you know, network's got money. And you pay people who have successful shows. But, but, but you know, they probably played her because they said, well, you're kind of a BT, so what does give you... you, you it doesn't you, matter. She's already got a Golden Globe, and she's getting Emmy X. nominations, and Emmy nominations means advertisement, means people are looking at you, that means you've got a platform, so you pay her what she's due. That's true. I, look, I know she's not getting her money's worth. I mean, she's not getting paid for what she's worth. I mean, it's, it's evident on a lot of... Tracy, levels. if you need me to roll up some, some people. But I just feel like, Holla. you know... Um, it's interesting we're talking well, about no, this. No, no, just one thing. This is, I, I, like, I remember hearing from couple, some people say who worked on BET shows mm-hmm. that when they would come to the networks and stuff like that, the major networks, the people would act like you haven't really done anything. You haven't you haven't written anything. You right. Haven't done any, Remember like, Kelly yeah, had the Kelly, issue. Right. Yeah, Kelly said that she was mm-hmm. saying. I mean, like like they like like when Kelly had done the hundred episodes of the stuff for uh, uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry they were like, yeah, but that's not real. So, right. so, 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 not real. Okay. So, so basically discounting. Yeah. That she ran a show. She ran it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. You, you know, not, mm-hmm. right. not to our standards. And that's just like, again, part of the nick attacks because <laughs> it's just like, yes, look, that's as to, I mean, the Tyler Perry shows, there's actually like, there's actually more. Prob- they were making money with those shows. For, making yeah. money, there's probably more pressure because 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 he was like, I'm bankrolling this. I I gamble with this TBS and said mm-hmm. that we're gonna that we'll deliver you 100 episodes right. at once. So there's this whole thing of like you don't even know if what you're doing is actually even. He didn't even know what he was doing. It's gonna work. It's even gonna right. work because it's, it right. hasn't aired yet to know. Oh, we gotta make tweaks. We gotta make tweaks because you know, because you, right. you know, because you know how it is with a show. Right. You put it on. The back nine is always is always a little different than the front nine. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the second season is all you know because they're they're hearing response. Right. You know, and they didn't. She's not, not even getting that. So that's yeah. It's too bad. Well, two things. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to get you guys catched up on. What we can talk about it again because I would love to get the. Um, we can talk about the, it, the the clothing oh, okay. the woman who does the clothing for it uh, Star Trek Discovery right love it okay so shout, shout out to shout out to Wilson Cruz Wilson the last time you hear I think the last I think he was just on that Doctor show with Octavia uh, Spencer right 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 um, was it the red the red something yeah that was um that's a couple of years ago yeah yeah it was. yeah that was one of our f- First episode, our early episodes, I mean, yeah, like in the first twenty, yeah, and we had Wilson on. It's <clears> like <throat> you know, a lot of good things were happening for him then. But I am so thrilled that he's on Star Trek yeah, Discovery. He's back. He's back. He is amazing on the <clears throat> show. Now I do have my quibbles with the show, <clears throat> but I want to get enough people to watch it and um, get their opinions on it. But I love it. Like it's one it's of those online r- CBS. Or it's something? CBS streaming. Now for those of you like me who don't feel like doing one more streaming thing, because I already got Netflix, uh, Miller's already got Amazon Prime. I will tell you this: CBS. Streaming does give you a week free, so you can watch it. So what you can right. do is wait for the whole season to finish up, watch it for free for a week, and then cancel that bitch. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what I did, you know. But I think it's like the the special effects, the storyline. It's a little bit darker in terms of the Star Trek universe. Right. I mean, not dark in a, bar, a horrible dark way, but it's a little bit more... I don't know, more realistic. They do have kind of a Game of Thrones thing going on in terms of people... Dying. Getting 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 got mm-hmm. when you least expect it, but I mean, it, I, I think the show is wonderful. Is that what you're saying? It's more mature. I don't want to say if it's more mature. 
Because that that implies that the old Star Treks were like immature little. No, but what I'm saying, but I'm saying, for instance, you know, like I would say, but the old Star Treks were for everybody. It's a little bit more real. Oh, well, maybe mature might be the right. It's a little bit more realism. A little bit, yeah, maybe it is a little bit more. True. It's a little bit. It's less. Like it's not PG. It's PG thirteen. Yeah, it's P- definitely it's definitely okay. PG thirteen. Okay. Um, but it's. I mean, it's just such a good show, and it just got so many great, engaging actors on. And like I said, Wilson is fabulous on there. Um, I won't talk about the storyline that's happening right now because I'm hoping they clean that up <laughs> and fix it. <laughs> Before I have to go off, but right. oh my god, Michelle Yo, and they got this wonderful twist at, towards the end of the season that is amazing. You guys saw me tweeting about it on Twitter when so I showed you that picture of Michelle Yo. So you watched the whole it's season? Fabulous. I'm not the whole thing. I think I'm, I'm. I've watched all the way up to eleven, and I'm mad because they said that the the Sunday night episode was supposed to drop at five thirty Pacific time, and it did not. How many are there? Um, thirteen, probably maybe thirteen episodes, and then they get they got picked up for a second season. So I think of I course have they a few did. More. They weren't going to do Star Trek for one season. Yeah. So I think there's like a few more episodes that are coming out. But I've watched all the way up through Eleven, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. It is okay. well done. Mm-hmm. Sonika Martin Green is amazing. Um, she's so oh my gosh, she just adds so much to it. And I, and and I might be a little bit more. Did you know she more. auditioned for Michonne? I believe it. And they they ended up not giving it to her, but she was so good. The they casting, brought it back. The casting director said. We need to write something for her. We'll That's where that came from. Yeah, we're going to create something. I believe you it. You know that she came in the same yeah. season when she came in? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I, I liked her character a lot, but I didn't want to hold on her too long because I knew they're going to get, get got. Because Michonne right. such a huge thing and any other black character on there was going to get got. Right. So my love for her was very, very soft <laughs> and very quiet because, and, but she lasted longer than I thought she She went out to. the way everybody should go out there. Right. I me. like the fact right. that when right. she, you know, that when they, you know, the premiere this year, walking that she came back to like mm-hmm. talk and just like you know, and they, oh, right, gave, right. they gave her a lot of love for mm-hmm. like that. Like you know, I mean, yeah, you're on the new show, but we still. Oh, and she's amazing, oh, yeah, and and this is so you. worth her not being on. Like, yeah, now she's, yay. she's she's the top of the culture. Yeah, right? she's the star. Like love she it. is the show, yeah. and her character is so complex. And it's, I mean, she's just such a fat, we, I never get to see black women play these kind of characters. First of all, she's raised by fucking Vulcans. <laughs> so she's a black Vulcan adoptee mm-hmm. and she's pretty oh, much, she's just a human, but she's, she's a human, but she's like, um, the war, she was like the, the, the adopted daughter of, of Spock's dad. Oh, okay. And their relationship, cause it's interesting because I, apparently I in this universe, Spock is like a few years younger than her. Hmm. And there's this whole thing. I'm a little spoilery, so close your ears if you're not ready for it. There's a later in the season. There's like a scene where they talk about uh, if you know anything about the Star Trek universe and about when Spock was going to the Vulcan Academy versus him going to the Federation. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a decision that Sarek had to make about who was going to be able to go to the Vulcan Academy or not, and he actually. Um, Chooses he just he chooses a character you didn't think and it, I don't know it's just a way of of relating these two different worlds together and it's mm-hmm. set in the same kind of universe except for it's just Spock at this point like Star Trek that we know at the original TV series is about to pop off in a few years from this series okay so this so is way early this yeah it's pretty early and like Sonequa just she just kills it like her character because she is Vulcan um, she's on a spaceship and she's is trying she like to, the captain of the ship what is she um, she's a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And then some shit goes hmm. goes south. That's all I'm going to say. You got to watch the rest cool. of it. Right. So it. it's, no, amazing. I, look, it's I mean, amazing. I definitely want to watch it. Like I was telling you, you know, see this. See, you know, I've been saying the last few episodes, or I've seen, I've been watching the, I've been rewatching the, uh, the first season of the, uh, of the original series, 
And the main reason why I did that is because when I saw Discovery was premiering, mm-hmm. I just noticed that there's like a lot of Star Trek lore that was showing up in it that to me I don't have because I tell everyone you know to me Star Trek is really the the movies, and I and I never and, and I never really watched the shows that much, mm-hmm. um, so I felt like to be more. Uh, um, I just say like verse in the universe. I wanted to watch what was what, what 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 started this whole phenomenon. Well, the good thing about Star Trek Discovery is the fact that you're going in. Um, for those of you who don't know any of the backstory, any of the lore, any of the the alternate universes, or any of the fan fiction, or any of the books and stuff, <clears throat> this show you're going in from the viewpoint of Michael Burnham, which is Sonequa's character. So she is your fish out of water. So you're seeing everything from her viewpoint, right. and so you don't have to know anything about you. Don't even have to know who Spock is or Bone. Any of those. But you got to know about the Vulcans. You got to know. About, I mean, and, and, well, you and, learn and, about the Vulcans through the, the TV series. And shit. Well, most people know who that is. Anyway. That's what I'm just saying. You know. If you watch the movie, but I'm saying for this show, if you're are purely like I don't know. If I'm, don't worry about it. You can Watch start. It. You can just. You start can fresh. start with it, and it's just like boom. And like the set. I mean, it's just the the CGI is beautiful because you know sometimes he shows this shit look 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 janky, mm-hmm. but it's well done. I mean, I swear, I wish it was just on regular cable TV so everybody can get a chance to see it. But I figured that it was so good. That's the reason why they wanted to use it. It's a juggernaut um, brand, right. and I'm thinking that's what they wanted to lead off their whole CBS streaming thing to really. Push I'm just glad they got season two. So, so at yeah. least they got season two, so yeah. they can't. Say, oh, we had a black woman in the lead and the shit didn't work. Type of bullshit. Oh, it was going to work. <laughs> you know? Because I've seen some of the other Star Trek shows mm-hmm. they've had and they didn't have anybody as strong as actors as, as Michelle and them. And mm-hmm. what they bring, like, there's no way they were not going to have, just going to have one season and cancel it. I was listening to Pilar's latest show and she has the guy who plays in, um, um, what's the thing about water? Shape of Water? The Shape of Water. The guy who plays the merman. The, the merman, the, the yeah. Black, Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She interviewed him. It's actually a really good one, too. Oh, she did? Oh, awesome. Yeah, because he talks about, you would love it, because he talks about not having any dialogue and how you have to interpret that on the screen with a with a suit on. Mm. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, listen, yeah, I mean, really that, that, that movie disappointed me. Um, oh, did it? Okay. Don't, because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm not ah, saying, spoiler free. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just was like, there's... Uh, there's Things about it that I, I was uh, it's just it's just unsatisfactory to me. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm not saying it's a bad he, he follows me on Twitter. I need so to know it. Can I just say this about Star Trek Discovery? Um, mm-hmm. I want to shout out, and if we can get her on the show, if there's some way, if she's out here in LA somewhere, you have to bring her on. Um, Gersha Phillips, she's the costume designer. Oh, it's yeah, the sister right here. Yeah. Yes, the sister right here. Right. Um, costume design is so good because a lot of things with with. Um, this is right here. Okay. So many people who watch the Star Trek universe, they're always criticizing how, you know, well, what would the, the Klingons and Vulcans look like? Right. What were the clothes? What were the uniform? Like, there's some people who are that nitpicky mm-hmm. about it. I'm not that type of person in fandom. My thing is story, character. Costumes and stuff, yeah, I want it to be legit and look good, but I'm not worried about, well, the, the epaulets don't look the same like <laughs> right. in episode five of, mm-hmm. of ST. I'm like, Y'all see, doing too much. See, that, Y'all doing too see, much. That, see, Y'all that, making fandom difficult that, and stressful. To me, is doing too much. To, to, me, much. to me, I kind of feel like too much. You know, it's, it's like it's the complaint I have with Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones is 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 the it's lit in a way where I'm like I know these. You know what? I've watched the behind the scenes in this show. Mm-hmm. They spent a lot of money on all the shit, <laughs> clothing, said, all the shits, clothing, <laughs> sets, everything, and it's lit in a way where it's like you got to really struggle to look to see it. 
Mm, and I'm like, it's kind of dark. It's too dark. Right. It's too damn dark. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers did not do this in a way where right. we can really. It you know it it doesn't need to be no lush. Type right. of, you know, like high key lighting, right? But they can just turn but, the volume but, up a little just, bit. Look, yeah, just, <laughs> just raise the gamma two right. points and we right. can see a little more. Um, I don't know. That's just anyway. that's just point I have with this show. I was just thinking about how you know, growing up in a whole mod punk rock world, <clears throat> there's the same dudes who feel about the scooters, yeah, that feel about what you're talking yeah. about. Would like to film the detail, like, like all of this. I just want my scooter to look the baddest yes. one, yeah, I want to have the best paint job. Don't tell me about what size engine and all that other bullshit. Yeah, I give a fuck. Yeah. As long as my shit goes fast. And goes vroom vroom when I go. And starts. <laughs> yes. And it starts. And the yeah. work and the cable works. I'm good. I mean, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. They be coming up to you asking all kind of... Intent. You know what? And that's fine. Nah, there's, nah, nah, there's nah, levels. How many CCs is it? I mean, there's levels of fandom and people who... Are, and when you're into your fan thing or with a hobby or whatever the thing you're into, there's those people who are always a little extra. And right. hey, God bless them. That's their thing. But it's like... You and they study it to make sure they know. Right. But don't make it where you, right. you, you make it uncomfortable for other people who might be new to the fandom and feeling like, oh, they can't really enjoy it because they don't know blah, blah, blah. Or right. what about... It's like, no, it's for everybody. That's right. that's what entertainment and things are for. It's for everybody. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. So that was a couple of things I wanted us to talk about because okay. it just was on my it was on my spirit, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt I needed to discuss it because with all the stuff that's going on with the Me Too movement, with uh, Times Up right. going on in Hollywood, and just pay equity and just a lot of stuff that's going on as usual. So the cultural the culture wars are always always interesting when they when they erupt, but. I just feel like time's up. Time's up. I mean, pay pay women. Right. Their worth that is the same and equal and on par as their equals. Right. And if not, we gonna talk about y'all <laughs> <laughs> until you fix it. And like I said, um, Star Trek Discovery is wonderful. And last thing, Lifetime premiered. Mm-hmm. Oh, Catherine yeah. Zeta Jones's. Oh boy, Cocaine Godmother. Mm-hmm. Even though I thought my script title was better. <laughs> Just straight up Blanco. Right. And it was a double entendre because you know cocaine is white and Blanco means white. So I was giving y'all all the extra shits right. in there. And I didn't watch it. My mom was like, I'm going to watch it because that's, they stole your stuff. Because you know your mom, <laughs> anything that sounds like their baby did something, she's going to say it. But, you know, everybody knows my story about the Griselda Blanco project. I've been my passion project for years I've been trying to get made. And finally, I just, I just gave up. I figure I'm just ahead of the time. I'm ahead of the curve. Um, people ain't ready for black women who are from the future. And it's okay. I can let it go and work on some other things. And it just so happened that a couple other people started doing some projects. J-Lo has one in the works with HBO. Oh, really? I think a couple, like last year. Um, they, they're still in development. So you know what that means. If they're in development, who it knows what's going to happen. Year, years, and yeah. it was like two years ago, two or three years ago when they announced Catherine Zeta-Jones. So, and they're just now coming out. And I'm thinking to myself, they probably tried to get it made into a movie yeah. and they realized it probably wasn't. And they probably shopped it around and it ended up at Lifetime, even though I like Lifetime. But I felt like for me, it was that's just not a lifetime. That's movie. not a lifetime movie. No. Griselda Blanco. We're talking about Scarface. Big, we're talking about the original female Scarface. Right. Well, yeah, because like the, the first time I heard about this woman, it was that deserves when, when big I was watching movie. the when Cocaine Cowboys came out. Yes, which is uh, maybe what eight nine years ago now, yes. something like that. And that's when I first learned about her because I was down and, there at the theater in Hollywood you know, watching the late the late show so, on that documentary. And there's like, I mean, the clips of her, I, I, I was like. This is a bad this woman a right bad here. Movie. She this was the bad. bad. There should be ten movies listen, out right now already. Listen, I was sitting in Hollywood, the ten o'clock showing at the right. Sunset Five. Remember the Sunset right. Five? Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's still there. The Limley. Mm-hmm. We saw like the ten, the late, the last showing of it at mm-hmm. the Limley, and I was with my boyfriend at the time. We went to go see it, and 
the documentary is really good. Oh, it's really But good. the shit that popped was her. And the minute I got home, I said, let me go do some research on this heifer. Mm-hmm. And it just started my journey. I, told like, you, I thought the same thing. I was like, I, this is a I, great I story. I said, you know what? And that's when I started mm-hmm. to research. I had contacted the FBI agent that arrested her, interviewed him. I was get, I had got my passport updated. I was going to fly down to Columbia. She I was, trying to, get, go I was trying to get the producers I had with me <laughs> to try to make this happen. Like, she's alive. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is get her rights and do whatever. And they got scared and like, mm-hmm. well, she might kill you. I'm like, all right. I'm a black woman. Mm-hmm. I figure a woman to woman conversation. I'll fight, I'll fight I ain't gonna fight her. I'm not gonna fight her. I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. I will go down there with much humble respect. My Spanish would be very, very shaky, but respectable. She knows English. She spoke English in the dark. Cause she's she right. did, yeah. She but I felt like as a black woman coming through there, I think that it would have been easier had it been just some random white woman coming up to her. It would have been like, look. Let me tell it the way you want to tell it. Well, yeah, it's just like, it's just like the Sean Penn thing and that woman who came in. Because the, 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 you know she was a narcissist. She oh, has right, that narcissistic right. personality. So it's like when you play up a oh, narcissist yeah. and tell them, bitch, this is all about you. We're going to put you, you on screen. We're going to put you blah. on the screen. We They're like, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. And, and of course, mm-hmm. my conscious my conscience was still doing battles because this is a woman who did some evil shit. Mm. And I remember the FBI agent I talked to who arrested her, like he was just saying she is a sociopath. She's no one to glorify. But when you a young, hungry writer and you're like, you know what? Sometimes some stories got to be told. What do you mean no one to glorify? Motherfuckers who glorify everybody who's a criminal. I mean, mainly because it's so recent and like the victims are still alive. And this might be painful for a lot of them to see this movie come out for a lot of people. But the writer in me and the one who respects story was like, I'll take that clap back. If but, it comes down to that, I mean, I'll take it's it. It's not, I mean, the Cocaine Cowboys was what they did in the 70s and 80s, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, I mean, they put the, the Versace movie out now, and, right. you know, he got blasted. I mean, mm-hmm. the OJ thing was before yeah, that. Yeah, but, for, but he wasn't doing drive by on bicycles, sending her sons out <laughs> to go shoot people at the club because you owe right, her some money and you don't want to pay. It. Oh, I'm not going to fuck with you. Right. I'm going to fuck with everybody who's coming to your club. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who masterminded the whole the motorcycle right. drive by. Yeah. Like, bitch, you're not going to want to see that movie. With the pimp hat, look, mm-hmm. I had the whole I, posters. I was, and then they see, were like, see, "No, we I still can't don't think you're too late." I don't see, know. I think you. I don't know. I feel like you know, I'm you know what's done. cool. There was a, there was you a, put it on done. the blacklist and see it's how done. it does. You know what? I might just do that. There was a movie. I'll change my name, <laughs> throw it up there, anonymous name, and just see what happens. What'd you say, Chris? There was a movie. I can't remember who directed it, but it was called. Um, our Lady of the Assassins. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe like maybe 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember there was it was in Columbia. It's, it's, I think some German filmmaker went on there. Like, I'm going to say Paul Verhoeven, but I, I didn't listen to SMU. Mm-hmm. And it was just like when he's the drive by the motorcycle yeah. and shit like that. It's just like, that shit is so wild. It's mm-hmm. just, there's like shit going on down there. That you know, as much as I like that narco show, right. there was stuff I saw in that uh, the assassins that I was like, I I can't believe this shit. Look, some of the stuff because I remember I was buying because um, I save my money because like oh, I need to go to Florida, I need to go to the court and go get the stuff. But luckily, I found some services where you can get like the court transcripts and stuff. Right. There was a man who wrote the book uh, called Cocaine Godmother, and his daughter uh, sells yachts down here in, in Beverly Hills. And she had the rights to all the tapes, all the stuff that he had recorded. Uh. And she wanted too much money for him. Like, she was asking for a grip of money. Oh, and, sure. and I'm like, I can do the story. So that's when I had to go talk to a lawyer. I remember I went to Hollywood, went, went, talked to this lawyer, and had to talk about rights, mm-hmm. what I could legally write about without being liable, what can I write about if I've done She's some research. She's a public figure, though. Yeah, at that point, is a public figure. She still, well, had now that she's there. she still had a son that was alive. She right. named him Michael Corleone. Black. <laughs> he's still he yeah hi Michael 
uh, yeah, she, that's how she was. And it's wow. like, there was so much great stuff. And then it was like, years later, I thought, well, maybe I'll make a TV series out of it. Because I felt like at the time, the series was the thing. After The Wire, after all the other great shows that were coming out. I, I agree. Like, I think it's a series. I was like, it's a fucking series. But I don't want, I did never want it to be a series about Escobar or everybody else. I want it to be about her. Mm-hmm. Everybody else could be satellites around her. But the shit that she was doing, like when they had the 1976, the big... Uh, bicentennial when they had all the ships the big tall ships from all the world that would come to the United States she mm-hmm. was putting cocaine <laughs> inside the tall ships the Columbian ship because she knew legally they could not check the ships mm. during that time she was making bras and underwear with the cocaine inside the bra and <laughs> underwear and the shoes the high heels and the shoes and sending bitches on the plane to come through and getting that con- like she was like the innovator mm. like you know we talk about um uh, Little Richard talking about the architect, <laughs> the event, you know, the you know, the emancipator, all of that stuff. Yeah. That that was her, and it's like the stuff that like you would not believe some of the stuff. It's so outrageous. Mm. Like some of the stuff I wrote in my script, um, I didn't even write the half of the stuff that she was doing because I'm like nobody can believe that kind of stuff. So mm. I got to keep it a certain level of realism, yeah. even though the shit was real. You have to keep a certain level of believability. of believability, and people can go buy the book and she say all the other crazy stuff. Mm. But it was just one of those things where they finally got it, and it was like, of course they got a woman who's not Latina. And we, there was an article that came out where Catherine Zeta Jones was defending her her. I think she's played like three roles where she's played a Latina, mm-hmm. and basically, <clears throat> and she and and she had a good her argument was I'm an actress I should be able to play what I want. Yes, at the same time. <laughs> You cock blocking a bunch of actresses that could get these roles. And it's like, you know, I guess at the time people thought Catherine Zeta Jones was a big name enough to do it. I mean, I don't know if y'all seen the post of her. She don't look nothing like <laughs> what's her name. And you don't have to, but it's like, I don't take it. I don't believe her as. She's drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. So, well, not even that, but it's just like, I don't believe you. Like, yeah. I, I see that. And I feel like, for me personally, I feel like that role needs to go to somebody that you don't know. I always have the philosophy, and I, she has a point. You're an actor, you should be able to play whatever. It's like, it's like us being writers. Like we talked about Paul. He should be able to write, you know, the Black 22s yeah. because it's a passion project. Right. Not because he's a white dude and it's right. a black story. Right. <clears throat> so I agree with it on that point of view. But I think that when it comes to being an actor today, you should audition everybody and see. Right. She's going to produce it regardless. Right. She should at least see... Is there any talented young Latino? And, yeah, and the argument is we have to have those opportunities for right. those young because we never get to have that. That's right. why you have all these white women who are out here who have these long careers, even though they're going through the same struggles as other women of color trying to get parts, yet you are still getting the parts. And a lot of these actresses who would need the experience and stuff, a lot of them are losing that prime time to make stuff, and then it's too late for them. And then well, they can't. Well, you know, I mean, it, there's, I've heard people say a lot about this about like the Me Too movement here in Hollywood is that, you know, it's not outside of, outside of Lupita Nyong'o, I don't know of any black women who have, who've kept, who've come forward like on this. And I'm sure it happens, you know, probably. Not, not in a big way, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. You, know, you know, I mean, it, I mean it, it, it's, it's not exclusive to high profile white women. Of course. And, but but they're the ones who are who claim the movement right. rightfully so because we wouldn't hear about it otherwise. Because there's a potential for them, even though they come out, there's a potential for them to still work because they're going to get the sympathy and they're going to be like, oh, let's go back and do this. Oh, yeah, it's, color. It, you know, and plus it's, hmm. and plus it's all the beloved actresses who are you hear and yes. say this about, you know. And Gwyneth there are a lot of them who already had that career, you know. longevity, so if anything was to pop off, it's not really going to hurt them that much. Yeah. And I just feel like women of color are just not in that position. 
yeah. to, to do that. Because, you know, because, you know, I know I, you have to know Halle Berry has had some shit happen. Oh, my God. Oh, she hasn't oh, said yeah. anything. Yeah. It's just, it's, um, it's. I'm waiting for that book. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a story about, I mean, think about the story you heard when she was doing Catwoman with uh, Sharon Stone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, there was. I don't know what was the story. There was some story I heard where, like, Sharon Stone was really angry that this this black woman is still looking pretty at this age and like phys- and try to actually harm her, like harm really? her in one of the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> like I, try to disfigure her. And maybe it's not true, yeah. but then again, you know what? These stories you hear about that you think aren't true, well, we didn't think this stuff about Harvey was, you know, <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> so now, so, so now everybody going to think everything is true. Okay, yeah, like... I mean, mm. You're going to have to now because you hear... The, if you hear... A, my thing is, if you hear a story a lot... From, from a lot of different sources, especially know. from sources who have nothing to gain. Yeah, then from you anything. Got, I mean, you hear the Harvey stories. I I, I used to hear them all the time. Right. I'm mean, like from people who are like, y- y- you know what, you d- don't work at a company, you did a movie, but you heard a story. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And different sources. So you, you know, what, maybe it's tweaked a little bit, mm-hmm. but the underlying truth to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 Anywho. That's for sure. So that's 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 what's going on. Mm-hmm. So those of you who watched the the Cocaine Godmother, mm-hmm. hit me up on Twitter and let me know how it was. I mean, eventually I'll probably watch it to see because I'd be really curious to see what angle they took it at, yeah. what parts of her story they told. Um, just you know, because it's always interesting to see how different people can tell a different version of the same story that you're writing. I was just thinking about because <clears throat> I know um, when Lance Black did that was that When We Rise mm-hmm. series or whatever, they had Sylvester in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I watched it just to see what they did, and I was like, oh, they didn't really do nothing with them. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. So I didn't feel like any threat right, right. or anything like that. I mean, I love Lance, and I just was not the best thing I think you've ever done. Mm-hmm. You know, just... And it, yeah. was, it was one of those... And here's the thing. And then, then this happens. And just and like, this happens. Yeah, and just yeah. like with any other major public figures, there have been movies done to death on right. a lot of people, historic figures. Wyatt Earp, Billy right. the Kid. Right. That kind of stuff gets told over and over again. So I'm thinking my... I still think I, yours I, has I think legs. I'll sit in the cut for a little bit. I'll see it just lets this kind of die because I don't want to have the same, like the... the I, I, depending on what the numbers for Lifetime are, what they determine when success Did is. Did you ever change the ending you were going to do? You were going to do something to it. Yeah, because she got killed. <laughs> right. Did you, did you fix it yet? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have to change let's that put, up. Let's put it up, man. Let's see I need happens. to. Yeah, you know what? I might just put it on the blacklist. Like I said, I'll change the name on there. I'll put a different Whatever. little name on there and different title and see what happens. But yeah, I have to change the ending because she went out to go shopping with her <laughs> daughter-in-law and got gat out in the street. And I was like, note to self, let me change that ending real quick because mm-hmm. it's totally different. Because that was the great thing at the end is everybody else got in jail or killed and she was still out there alive. And then she got killed. And then it was like, damn it. Yeah, Change that whole. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Anyway, where you at? You. I go last. Oh, okay. So That's right. You, you go last. Chris? Where you at, Chris? I'm at unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram, and at DerekBrothers.com or ShadowboxerCinema.net. <clears throat> Sweet. Where you at, Lisa? What fresh hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Twitter. Um, I'm gonna be heading up my. Um, I'm gonna put my old blog page up, and uh. Start. I know, <laughs> but it's not putting it back up. It's just unlocking it. <laughs> My WordPress thing, like unlock it and just changing some things around because it's like a lot of good stuff that's been going and kind of observations things. I think I need to write about that don't fit on Twitter that need to be said in a longer form mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, you can always find me on Twitter. 
uh, out there in them, them Twitter streets? I'm thinking about doing a blog about, because people have talked, we've talked before about if I was ever write a book, I'd write a book probably about maneuvering Hollywood over 40, because mm-hmm. there's not one, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe I'll just do a blog just to talk about it, just to get this interest in that, Right. see if there's anything... Stirring that way Could get you a book deal You know what I mean I'm thinking I'm thinking about it. I just don't know When I'm going to make time To do it Yeah But I'm thinking about it You know yeah. what Chris What you got to say Why are you looking All crazy to- Oh I'm just He, he looking like He's out Like he about to like Like he going to pop Somebody he gonna in the face He's going to say something Look, Like just just say crazy. it again I'm just, I'm just, Say it one more time I'm just crazy today That's all, <laughs> <laughs> That's all. So y'all know How we do it in the rant room I am Hillary Gaster You guys can find me on uh, at yeah, on Twitter, who? Huh? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Shut up, Lisa. <laughs> oh, woman thing. Sorry, interrupt I'm gonna interrupt you on anyway. Twitter. I'm gonna interrupt you anyway. Hey, Godzilla fans. Oh boy. On Netflix, they got the new anime Godzilla thing on there. It's really good. It's like Godzilla it? I th- Planet I, I of Monsters. I was that close to taping it. Too. It's really good. Uh, taping it. Well, you know, puts in the. Oh uh, no, it's good. It's good. Um. I watched the first episode. It's like an hour. I think each episode is like an hour and 16 minutes. It's right. really good. It's pretty intense. Is it um, anim- it's animated, right? It's animated. Okay. Animation is really good. Right. So it's like, watch it. It's really good. Um, I don't know how many episodes it is, but I'm really impressed with the first episode. It's mm-hmm. pretty intense for Godzilla. And Godzilla is badass in this thing. So mm-hmm. shout out to the Godzilla fans. Okay, cool. Um, follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. <clears throat> Any questions, ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, shit like that. Um, a lot of good shit going on this year. It's gonna be a good year. It's gonna be good. We it's gonna, 2018. The year we're gonna be like Gloria Estevan. We're gonna come out of the dark. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last year it was a fucked up year. I'm uh, sorry, I'm yeah. saying. Hey, 2017. Wasn't was, it crazy? It was a hard 2016 year. was horrible, but 2017 right. did not care about our feelings. Yeah, we got some shit jumping off this year. It's gonna happen. Right. We're gonna be shooting this year, Chris. It's gonna happen. So, um, oh, I just noticed that Eric Killmonger Funko toy you got over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, yeah, I we got to this event because I had like what did you four, get? I had four of those, and then people stopped me, so then I, I had to give three of them back. Oh, you took them from a table because people left them there. They left, and they then opened. they made you give them back. Well, people looked at me like, "What are you doing, Chris?" And I was like, "I mean, uh, I'm just <laughs> taken because people <laughs> people discarded." We went to an event the other day. Um, they invited me and Chris. And they only had Eric Killmonger. They didn't have no Shuri. No, I they had, had Black, everybody. No, 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 no. I had Black Panther, Shuri, Eric Killmonger, and the, the other woman. I forget. Like, Okoye? I had four. Had Okoye? Mm. I had four, and I was walking out, and people said, "Chris, what are you doing?" <laughs> and I would have said, "My name ain't Chris," and kept a stepping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all hate me. Call me out. You don't know my right, name. Right, Who? Right. Who? <laughs> but we went to this little event for the NAACP. It was cool. Um, anyway. So, everybody joining me, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. On this show, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? What What kind of? Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the rant room. Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want 
Welcome to the Red Room.